Blog Talk Radio. Gentlemen, a very happy Wednesday evening, and welcome back Woo-hoo. to the stoop right here on Block Talk Radio. A big woohoo in the background. We're back. Took a couple days off, rested up, and we're back and ready for action. I am your host, Jeff the Shark Perini, and with me, as always, the beautiful, the talented, the amazing, and one of only two women on this earth besides my wife who actually volunteer to spend time with me. Joel Tatey. Joel, welcome back. Hey, uh, Jeff. How are we doing? We're doing great. Um, we're doing absolutely great. So happy to be back. A um, couple things that we did miss, and we will uh, explain. Uh, obviously, uh, Labor Day was September 4th, so we took the day off there for hard-laboring people. We wanted to relax and celebrate the holiday. Uh, Wednesday, we just went into the let's take the full week off and uh, get some guests together, so we did that. And then this past Monday, um, this past Monday was the uh, anniversary, of course, of 9-11. And as always, I like to reach out and, and give deepest sympathies to any victim or any victim family or any member who was affected by 9-11, Jewel. Uh, do you remember where you were at 9-11? I'm sure you're a lot younger than I was, but uh, do you remember where you were when 9-11 broke out? Oh, uh, yeah. I was actually um, in gym class. It was my freshman year of high school. And uh, it's not funny. It was just like having and um, the the teachers were like freaking out and they all swarmed in the gym. And then we were like immediately dismissed. And I just remember like me and my friends all went to like McDonald's and our parents had to pick us up. And, yeah, it was a big mess. And uh, we, we just didn't believe it was real. It's insane. It's I can't believe it's been so long since then. But, uh, yeah, do you remember where you were? Yeah, I was uh, at work at the time. I was working at a uh, car dealership in Featureville, PA, and uh, somebody had come downstairs and said it happened. We ran upstairs to watch the TV, and uh, we're watching the highlights of the first hit, and then the second one hit, and I was just dumbfounded. One of my coworkers had said, you know, wow, what a coincidence, and we're like, it's not a coincidence. We're in serious trouble here. Um, An attack on American soil, something that... Still can't believe it is day, and uh, it's such a sad day. And you know, I, I really, out of the grace of my heart, and you know, don't didn't really want to do a show on that day. It's a special day for remembrance and in America to celebrate um, really the freedom and the joy that we have, and you know, and to never forget. So that's where we were. Now we're yeah. back. Yeah. Nice time we. Tried. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, like, that and with the recent, you know, natural disasters, like, the country just became so unified after that, and we're seeing that again with, um, you know, the hurricanes and and how they came together last night. So, uh, yeah, it uh, just brings us together, you know? Sure does, and and great points. Uh, Things like 9-11, these natural disasters we've been going through, uh, the talk of North Korea, you know, we like to enforce kindness here on the stoop. You know, people got to get together. You got to realize that, again, as I like to say, we're not 
races. We're the human race, and we're all on this earth together. We're all working at it together, and we should get along together. I mean, if yep. me and Joe can get, if me and Joe can do it, anybody can do it. We <laughs> hate each other's guts, but we managed to sit in sit in the studio for two hours and deliver so we can. To actually, you uh, know it. <laughs> you know it. Try to make light of it, though, really. But you know, take time out and love your fellow man. Speaking of loving fellow men. Last time we were with you, uh, we were joined by Aaron Paul, and I want to thank Aaron Paul for coming on. Aaron Paul, the musician, not Aaron Paul, the uh, the actor. Aaron Paul, the pop star, and he was fantastic, as always. He debuted uh, Ain't Nobody, a, a cover of a Shaka Khan song. We played it here on the stoop. Uh, we talked about um, his visual art piece and his uh, fashion in New York City, and uh, he was in Philadelphia for a uh, convention that sadly we missed, but... Uh, your first taste of Aaron Paul, what'd you think? He is so great. I have nothing but great things to say about him. He's just so fabulous. He's so easy to talk to. I wanted to throw my notes out the window because I just wanted to, like, talk and hang out with him. But, um, no, he is a joy. I'm so happy I got the chance to talk to him, and uh, hopefully we'll we'll see him soon. Yeah, that agreed. And that's it. You just said it. He is a joy. You, you just feel like you don't have to script to talk to Aaron, you just get started on something, then he goes, and he's such a talented person, and outgoing, and friendly, and those are the kind of people that we like to continue bringing you to the stoop, and we'll get Joel um, to meet someone like Aaron, and uh, we're talking about possibly getting Phil Moore back on, uh, from Nick Arcade, uh, he was a great guest, trying to get him back, of course, Tanya Seifert uh, from Lilith and the Night, she's fabulous, and they've got new music coming, so they're going to be back soon, so, uh, we want Jewel to be part of the family here on the studio. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> so we're excited to have you, really. It's been six episodes, and the numbers are there, folks. You're you're listening to us, and you're listening Thank in great you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Thank you, indeed. Uh, friends, family. Uh, matter of fact, we took a couple of days off. Uh, I got text messages. Where are you? Where's the show? Why can't I hear the show tonight? Um our dear friend, uh, Miss Chrissy Leaf, that brought me and Jewel together, messaged me and said, where are you guys? Where's the show? <laughs> so uh, we're here. Here we are. We're back. All right. We're back. And one of the things that we love to do is top five. Uh, let Jewel do some extra homework tonight. And, of course, what we like to do, we like to base the top five on our guests. So in honor of Mr. Anson Williams who will be joining us tonight on the show, by the way. Forgot to mention that. Unbelievable. <laughs> you know, he missed a couple of days and <laughs> oh, fell off the wagon. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Williams, uh, obviously Potsy from Happy Days. He's got a new product out called Alert Drops, and uh, he's uh, an activist against drowsy driving, and we're going to talk about all that. Um, so in honor of Anson, top five all-time sitcoms, our favorite top five sitcoms. I'm going to jump in the night and step to the side. I'm going to let Jewel bring you her top five sitcoms. Oh, well, thank you, Jeff. Um, this was so easy. Um, this was like, you know, probably one of the easiest top fives we've done because I automatically knew my, my top five. I had to think of one, but, you know, they're just there. And I still watch all of these all the time. Um, number five, Friends. I don't know how you have a talk about sitcoms without mentioning Friends. Um, I grew up with them. You know, I was there, I watched the finale, and every time a rerun's on, I just have to watch it. I watch it on Netflix, and how can you not love them? I think they're a piss. I mean, I know some people are like, oh, Friends sucks, but 
No, I I think you're either a more Seinfeld or Friends person too, and and I I love Friends. Uh, number four, New Girl. I love New Girl. I think it's so funny. Um, I love Zoe Deschanel. She's just mm-hmm. like one of my one of my favorite actresses, and she can sing her ass off. And all the guys on it are funny too, and no one really annoys me. And I think that's what I need to thoroughly enjoy a show. Um, they had a Prince episode that was great too, and. Whatever. I love the new girl so much. Okay. Number three, Family Guy. Now, when I was younger, I couldn't really watch South Park because I wasn't allowed to. But I love South Park. Like, that's one of my favorites. But um, Family Guy came along. I think it was on Adult Swim. And, you know, it was just one of those shows I would watch at nighttime. And it would be so funny. And then it went away for a little while, like back in the 90s. So I used to, like tape it. I have like VHS tapes of Family Guy and now it's like humongous and Seth MacFarlane and and all that stuff so I you know I still laugh at Family Guy. Alright. Number two. Taxi. I love Taxi. Wow. (laughs) Yeah it's great. I mean I I read something and it's like how could they let Andy Kaufman on TV like script it but I think he just went off the cuff on everything on that show because he was just, you know, a legend. Um, and then, yeah, Christopher Lloyd as, like, the hippie. And I remember being younger, like, dude, this guy is, like, messed up. Like, there's something wrong with his brain, but uh, he's so funny. Like, um, what does the yellow light mean? So, yeah. And then Danny DeVito was also really funny. So, yeah, number two, Taxi. We okay with the audio, Jeff? Uh, now we apologize for a little bit of the static, but uh, we're delivering. We're, we're doing good. We got your list, and we're going to keep forging ahead here, as we always do. Sorry, I'll, I'll try to contain my excitement and try to sit still. <laughs> <laughs> um, and my number one, all-time favorite, hands down. I love this woman. Um, I love Lucy. I love her, love her, love her. And I have always been a fan since I was a wee young one. Um, I had T-shirts, I had the movies, like, Lucy was just it for me and my childhood. Um, And I still watch it. Anytime that's on TV, I have to look, especially, like, early mornings, like, getting ready for work or whatever, like, Lucy's on, like, it just makes me happy every time I watch it. So, yep, top five sitcoms. How about you, Jeff? (laughs) Wow, that's a great list. And, uh, you know, I don't want to give my list away already, but Taxi was so close. I had so many. I had a top yep. 8,000, and I narrowed the top 8,000 down to these five. And um, I'm probably going to talk about some others real quick after the list. But top five and number five again. I'm not doing it to be a homer because we got somebody on the show, but Happy Days. I loved uh, Happy Days. <laughs> everybody wanted to be, when I was younger, everybody wanted to be Happy Days. Everybody wanted to be Richie or Fonzie or, or Ralph or Potsy. And, and everybody was so great on the show, and everybody had a crush on Joni and it was such a great show. So um, so laid back and funny and just, you know, you actually felt like you were back in the 60s. And it really uh, was a family treat. And I loved Happy Days. That's number five. Number four, showed it, went out and got it. All in the family. It was raunchy. It was rude. It was racist. It was political. But it was funny as hell. And you look at some of the old-time actors uh, in sitcoms, Carol O'Connor, who played Archie Bunker, one of the tops of all time, one of the greatest performances, uh, may not even be able to get away with it on today's TV. That's how rough it was back then. It really 
went all out to be controversial, and it was just spot on. Number four, I mean, number three, Frazier. Yeah, Frazier. Not, you know, not Cheers, but Frazier. And Frazier was a brilliant comedy. I used to watch it all the time. My brother used to say, what is this show? And I'm like, you know what? Watch it. Think about the jokes. Think about the humor. It was so smart. How they got those two guys, you know, Frazier and, and Niles, who look exactly alike, like real brothers in real life. They're not? Super hilarious, super smart. No, they're not brothers in real life. Wow. <laughs> you know, it's hard to imagine, but they're not. But it's such a great show. Number two, we go to uh, You Had Family Guy. I had The Simpsons, a little more my generation. The Simpsons was so smart. Um, another great comedy. So many famous writers on that show uh, to make it as clever as it was. There were so many clever little quips and jokes, and it's hard to catch them all. you got to watch it again and again. It's always worth it. Loved The Simpsons. And number one, come on, folks. If you've listened to this show enough and been listening to me enough and you love me, you know it's Elaine, it's George, it's Kramer. It's Seinfeld. Absolutely. I absolutely positively love every ounce of Seinfeld. And I mean, you'll battle it out a little bit. She's not as big as Seinfeld. My wife is not a big Seinfeld fan. I don't get it. I don't get what's wrong with you people. Probably the greatest <laughs> sitcom of all time, Seinfeld. Absolutely love it. Jerry Seinfeld. Kudos for a show about nothing that almost didn't go nowhere. Turned yep. into maybe the, maybe the biggest sitcom of all so, a uh, very impressive list on both ends. We're going to run down real quick. Jules' top five. The Amazing Friends. Uh, God, tell me one guy that didn't love Jennifer Aniston in her Friends days. Number four, you're going to love Zoe Deschanel and New Girl. Number three, Family Guy. Speaking of Family Guy, as I mentioned, October 25th, when just, uh, September 25th, when Jessica Barth comes on, she's doing voices, whether she wants to or not. Okay. <laughs> number two is Taxi, a phenomenal TV show. And number one, the amazing Lucille Ball. And I love Lucy, the first lady of comedy. Absolutely hilarious. And, Jewel, that is a tremendous list. Almost as good as the following list, my top five, Happy Days, All in the Family, Frasier, The Simpsons, and the one and only Seinfeld. Jewel, tremendous list tonight. Great job. Yeah, tip of the hat to you as well, Mr. Perini. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Uh, like I said, so many, and, and I'm going to rifle through some real quick. Just you know, you don't want to discredit any of them. Uh, the Jeffersons, um, yeah. Alice, uh, Roseanne, um, Two and a Half Men, King of Queens. Oh. I mean, you know, comedy the sitcoms can go on forever. There's so many good ones, even in the '70s, in the '80s, in the '90s, and and today, and uh, matter of fact, real quick, big sitcom actually making a return. This is unusual. Will and Grace will be making a comeback. Um, you know, so comedies don't die. Comedies are, are timeless, and anything that makes us laugh and keeps us upbeat. Um, as it seems, we've reeled off ten like that. I could have named off another ten. Probably could have named off another hundred. Yeah, so absolutely. Will and Grace almost made it. Which one? Will and Grace. I love them. Yeah, it's, you know, it, I, I'm telling you, it's so hard when you think of all these yeah. shows that make you laugh. And then you want to touch all generations, so, you know, we kind of upped and down with the list, but absolutely incredible. Um, real quick, before we get to topic, uh, I just want to say congratulations and a big win in week one to our Philadelphia Eagles, Joel. What do you think? Ah, 
Oh yeah, maybe, maybe this is the year. They look they look good. Uh, some shaky, you know, rusty spots, but uh, they beat the Washington Deadskins in Week One. This week's a tough one. Our former coach, Mr. Big Fat Andy Reid, comes back with his Kansas City Chiefs, and uh, it's going to be a tough one. But we look forward to it. I'm excited for football season. Not going to dwell on it too much because we got so much to talk about. Um, one thing we did here before we came on the air: the passing of uh, actor Frank Vincent. Um, I know Jules is something we really didn't get a chance to discuss, uh, but anybody knew Frank Vincent, he uh, was Billy Batts in Goodfellas. Uh, he also appeared on The Sopranos as uh, Phil Leonardo. So uh, rest in peace to Frank Vincent, 78 years old, good actor, good mobster, and uh, he played the role as well. So we just want to pass that along before we continue. Uh, you know, we should be bringing you good news. We got to bring you more bad news. We're going to talk about Hurricane Irma that really slammed um, Florida and uh, Cuba and uh, a lot of the southern area of the United States and uh, really just tragic. Um, Joel, this is more your baby. You brought up the subject. Your reaction to Irma and the, and the effects? No, yeah, it was just crazy. I mean, climate change is happening, and even though people want to ignore it, but no, it's insane. Um, I was just, like, glued to my TV all weekend watching, you know, devastation, like, waves over houses and just washing, like, all these islands away that we didn't even hear about because, you know, we're we're on the mainland. We have to, you know, see what's up with Florida, but it's, like, so many people and things are gone, and it's just causing all this destruction and it's just oh my god i just pray for everyone i have a lot of friends in florida um family in florida so um i just pray for everyone's safety and um you know even going on because the power outages like uh however many million without power is just still causing problems there was like six dead in a nursing home today because they didn't have power and they couldn't have their you know you know things to be hooked up to and it's just really adding up um they had that benefit for last um last night the hand-in-hand benefit there was like julia roberts and george clooney and all these celebrities and and they did they raised 44 million um for uh hurricane relief and um yeah it's just insane um the earthquakes the tsunamis the the stuff happening over in um, like india and stuff it's just i don't know india don't quote me on that but um it's just all (laughs) over and uh, it was really bad this year, and uh, you know, prayers to all the families, yeah. and hope everyone's okay. I agreed, and there were a couple right after the other. I mean, Irma and Jose, and uh, you know, there was earthquakes and hurricanes. There's so much going on, and it's it's frightening. And uh, I got ripped, you know, back in the Trump days, and you know, when he was elected, and people told me that I don't believe in climate change, and I tell you what. This uh, recent slam dunk over the weekend makes you really think about climate change and conspiracy theories that a government's making weather and they got a weather-making machine is about the dumbest thing I've ever heard. You know, if you have nothing better to do to make those kind of accusations, they're not going to put the lives of millions at risk. And I, I know my wife, um, her aunt lives in Punta Gorda, Florida. Uh, shout out to Aunt Susie. Uh, we're glad you're okay. Um, you know, she kept in touch and let us know she was okay. You know. So many people, because Florida is an area that's very popular, 
and all you read on social media was God bless Aunt So and So and God bless Uncle Joe and God bless Grandma and Grandpa and all these people were by it's terrifying. Yeah, and especially all the seniors that go there to retire and everything. Um, I know my aunt, she's passed, but she lived down there. And uh, um, how, how was Cassie's aunt, though? Did she get hit hard? Um, not as bad. Uh, she said it wasn't too bad, which is a good sign. Okay, good. Um, good. Yeah, no, so, you, I mean, there, there's friends that got down there that got hit pretty hard. and Yeah. But, you know, let's just hope that it's something that that goes away for a while. We we barely got over Hurricane Harvey. Now we got Irma and Jose and enough of this for a while, really. Um, yeah. and on the thing, yep. <laughs> yeah, we got to rebuild an entire town. Um, today, on another subject, today is the 21st anniversary of the death of Tupac Shakur. Um, gunned down, of course, after leaving a Mike Tyson fight in Vegas. His murder still remains an unsolved mystery. Uh, Drew, I know your answer. I think you more or less wanted to ask me the question. Anyway, were you a fan? Were you a Biggie fan, a Tupac fan? What, what was your side? My side? Um, being a little younger, like I, I definitely grew up on, on 90s hip-hop and everything. And, um, you know, you're supposed to represent the East Coast here. But, yeah, I, I think I'm more of a Biggie fan. Um, I think most of my friends are more Biggie fans. He was just uh, laid back, and, and um, I love Tupac. I think he's phenomenal rapper. Um, he's a freaking poet. Like, lyrically, I think Tupac was better. But but style-wise, in my kind of music, I like Biggie better. And um, my, my favorite Tupac album was uh, Loyal to the Game. But you know who produced that, don't you, Jeff? It was my man Eminem. So that's probably had had some influence on on why I like that Tupac album. But I'm a fan, you know. He was, you know, California Love and all that, Hail Mary, and hit him up and um, all of it. So yeah, I like them both. But if I had to pick, I'd probably pick Biggie. But yeah, rest in peace, Tupac. It's very sad. Yeah, well, can't believe 21 years ago for me, I was never really a fan of of either that much. Um, we know my rap uh, extent more 80s, uh, but you know, every once in a while one of those songs comes on, I find myself humming it and singing it. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would take Biggie if I had to take one or the other, but very sad. And it's something you haven't heard much of lately with these uh, rapper shootouts, so hopefully that's something that, that's going away. We certainly need more upbeat things to talk about. So, <laughs> yeah. And so hopefully Definitely. the rap wars are over. Um, well, what an opening weekend for Stephen King's It. Oh. Movie, uh, oh, yeah, movie based on just what we need to see, more killer clowns. Uh, I watched the original It with Tim Curry, and uh, it scared the bejeebies out of me, and so I haven't even to see the new one. Have you seen the new one? Are you into this? What do you think? Um, no, I have not, first off, but I did watch, like, they had it on TV, the original, um, last week, so I sat there and I watched it by myself in the dark, and I had nightmares that night, <laughs> like, I was like, oh, this is not scary, like, the ending, it was kind of stupid, and, and I love Tim Carey, but, uh, you know, it was kind of just, you know, made for TV back in the day, but then that night, I went to sleep, and I had a nightmare, I'm like, god damn it, I had a clown nightmare anyway, 
But uh, no, I haven't seen it. I'm going to see it this weekend with uh, my nieces, and uh, it's going to be a blast. And we're going to scare the shit out of ourselves. So, um, <laughs> are you are you planning on seeing it? I have to absolutely positively pass. I um, uh, I'm a wimp. I'm a wimp when it comes to horror movies. Not going to lie to you. Oh my. Um, you know, my my wife is too, and I, I'm sure that I don't need to be staring down sewers and staring at balloons and hiding from clowns. It's all kind of stuff that I'm sure she doesn't need me to be doing, and I really choose not to be doing it. I, I've heard good things. I heard it's uh, scary. Um, funny, I actually spoke to a, a uh, some people who might be able to get that fine young actor that, that plays the young man on the show. He might be uh, with us on the stoop. We're working on it now, by the way. Um, no way. Awesome. Yeah, we... Yeah, we'd like to. We'd like to get him on here. He's a young fellow. We'd like to talk about his experience. Because, I mean, if I'm a young actor, I'm not going to take that role. I'd be scared to death. Would you take that role as a young actor? Hell no, I wouldn't. <laughs> I am I am so scared of everything. I, I'll i tell you what. Like, up until recently, I, I didn't watch any horror movie besides, like, the classics, like Amityville and stuff. But I, I, I'm not a horror movie guy. But, um, you know, this... This I just have to see, and I heard it. It's a lot like Stranger Things, and the kids from Stranger Things, and I love that whole series. So, um, yeah, this, I mean, it's just smashing every record at the box office. It was uh, top fall opening weekend, top horror movie weekend, top for Stephen King. It was second only to Deadpool for the Aura Read It. And, uh, oh, you know what I was going to say, Jeff? I think dolls are scarier than clowns, and it destroyed Annabelle at the office. And I, I think Annabelle will be scarier. Like a living doll. But dolls freak me the hell out. I can't deal with them. So <laughs> I, I don't know why Annabelle did so poorly, but Annabelle got like $4 million and it is going to gross over $200 million. So that's nuts. It's been... It, it, it was being hyped for so long and so many people were excited for this. Yeah. And you always say you want to talk to remakes. We'll get to that because me and John used to rip in the remakes. So it was something I figured, eh, here comes another poor attempt at a remake, but I'm hearing it's really good. So I don't yeah, know. Horror, I, horror remakes are usually good. Yeah. They have, you know, when when you remake a film that came out in the 70s and you're making it nowadays, you have more effects and there's more graphics and things you could do. So it obviously makes it a little more horrifying. So, I don't know. Maybe when it comes out in video and I could sit in the comfort of my own home with a big sharp knife in my hand and hide under my blankets, <laughs> I'll watch it. <laughs> Have you, Now, Jeff, I've seen red balloons around the Northeast in sewers. Have you? Have you seen any? I have not seen any. I've seen several of the posts and pictures. Uh, to me, oh, it's God. a waste of a red balloon. You know? <laughs> it's, you know, I don't understand why the world feels the need to scare the hell out of me. I want to get scared. I'll, I'll go to work for 11 hours a day. That's scary. So scary. <laughs> I ain't cutting that balloon down, though. The the cops were getting freaked out because they had to keep cutting the, the balloons out of the sewers. They were like, please stop doing this. So even the cops are, were freaking out. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's so much. It, it's funny, but it, it's too much. Uh, yeah. Speaking of funny, we're hopefully in a few minutes. We're, we're not going to this is going to go tonight in a few minutes. Uh, Anson Williams is supposed to call in and be our guest uh, we were told by his uh, PR and his representatives that sometimes he runs behind, so we might have to call him. Um, 
That would be great. We should call him on a, on a crank call and be like, this is it. <laughs> and like, put a red balloon outside his house. No, that's not funny. Yeah, that'd be great. Right. Oh, I don't want to scare poor Anson Williams. Guys, no, uh, not. <laughs> he's kind enough to join us here on the show. And, uh, you know, more and more uh, actors and actresses and athletes and musicians are silly enough to join us here. So let's not piss any of them off. Do we have any... Oh, I was going to say, um, never mind. <laughs> the woman, the guest you have for October 4th, but maybe we should save it? Oh, no. Up to you, Jeff. Oh, yeah. We, we save it. We make the poor bastards out there in <laughs> Stoopland sweat it out to the very end. You don't get no freebies. Okay. You don't get guest announcements at 801. 802, you go, oh, we're not. We're, we're giving we're people. We're like the news. We don't like the news. We we're gonna say no, no. They give you the they give you all the bad news right up front. They say oh. the cutesy stories for last. We don't do that here on the stoop. We give you misery in the beginning. We tell you horror stories and hurricane stories. We talk about scary movies and top five lists. And... <laughs> exactly. And then we get cutesy at the end. We yeah, we do have some some guest announcements though, Joel. We got a couple new uh, announcements. We'll get to that later in the show. Um, Some in the works. Some in the works. Very exciting. Yeah, there's a lot in the works, and we're getting more feedback from more people. Uh, A lot of PR people say, you know, let me hear the show. Let me hear what it's all about. And they hear it, and they say, hey, you know what? You guys suck. No. (laughs) (laughs) Now, uh, yeah, more PR people are are, uh, hearing us and uh, getting their stars to come on, and that's terrific. You know, we can never have enough guests. We love everybody. We're, We're working on people. Different avenues, um, you know, like I said, sports, music, TV, movies, uh, the guy that works at the local Wawa, anybody. We, we like stories. <laughs> I'm sure they would have some stories. Talk about scary stuff, Get, you know, guys on from Wawa. Uh, oh, for sure. So, so what we're going to do right now, we are, uh, I believe, oh, hold on one second here. All right, we are going to try and call Mr. Anson Williams ourselves right now because uh, we were told that if we do not hear from him, to uh, give him a call. So we're going to do that right now. Okay. And let's dial him up. And it's ringing. It's very exciting. Hello. Hi, Mr. Anson Williams. This is he. Hi, this is uh, Jeff and Joel from the Stoop Radio Show. How are you tonight? I'm good. How are you guys? Very Great. good. We got you live on there. We want to thank you for coming on with us. Um, we hear you're a busy man, so we were told if we didn't get you at 830 to call you up. And uh, so we're here to talk, and we appreciate you spending time with us. Well, I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to uh, talk about a serious subject. Uh, you know, can't do this by myself, and I really appreciate the time. Oh, absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. Um, so we're going to go to that first. I know a lot of people, you know, want to talk about, you know, happy days and things of that nature. But, uh, you know, Jewel is very into your episodes with uh, Alert Drops. Jewel, if you'd like to ask Anson some questions, go right ahead. Um, yeah, I just wanted to know, well, uh, for our listeners, if you could tell them the story, how Alert Drops came to be and um, how how you um, – Sorry, uh, our spokesperson for Drowsy Driving. 
Oh, well, you know, it's, you, my, my uncle is Dr. Henry Heimlich, who created the Heimlich Maneuver, mm-hmm. and he passed away last December, but we were very close all my life. In fact, he's my second cousin, but I've called him uncle since, ever since I was a little kid. And he had a big influence on my life. And the way this ties into drowsy driving is because um, years ago I was directing a show called Slap Maxwell uh, starring Dabney Coleman, and it was a very rough day of filming. And on the way home, I literally fell asleep at the wheel outside the California desert. Wow. And I ended up bouncing around in the desert, almost killed myself. And uh, I spoke to Dr. Heimlich about it, and who is an expert on how the body helps the body, especially the sensory connection of tongue and brain. And he told me to cut up lemons, keep them in the car. When I felt drowsy, to bite into it hard. And he said the juice will squirt on top of the tongue and hit the lingual nerve, which has uh, an automatic reflex reaction of adrenaline in the body. So you're immediately up and alert. Your own body waking the body without anything in your system. No caffeine, no stimulants, no nothing. Just a natural wake-up call. So I did that for years, and it worked 100%. During that time, I went into the product business along with entertainment, uh, creating and developing products uh, that, were hope- that were good problem solvers. And uh, my business partner and I were researching drowsy driving, and we could not believe how catastrophic this problem is. There's 100 and 68 million plus drivers a year that are driving drowsy. 168 million and more a year. Wow. One out of five falls asleep at the wheel. Over, over one in five accidents are caused. $12 billion of damage. More deaths, more tragedies than drunk driving and medicated dr- driving combined. Tearing families apart. The, uh, eight, the average age of fatality is 18 to 25. It is catastrophic and so preventable. And we, we no longer do families have to be torn apart. Husband's not coming home. Kid's not coming home. Mother's not coming home. Because I, I spoke with Dr. Heimlich, and I said, what if we developed a, a spray drop where we take the right amount of citric acid, the right amount of sour lemon, uh, water, a little bit of preservative, put it into a spray drop and just hit the top of the tongue and hit the lingual nerve? Would, would that work? He said, oh, my God, absolutely do it. Do it. You will save Thousands of more lives in the Heimlich Maneuver. Absolutely will work. Absolutely do it. So we did. We developed Alert Drops. And if people go to alertdrops.com, it's alertdrops.com, they'll learn about drowsy driving. They'll learn about the science, why Alert Drops works. It's very old science. The story of Dr. Heimlich, why it's doctor approved, how it works, what's in it, and so many testimonials of so many lives already being saved in the last eight weeks. People are alive today in the last eight weeks because of alert drops. Can't tell you how important this is for families to have this in their car, in their purse, in their pockets. A very, very simple way for the body to naturally wake you up, make you alert, and get off that road before you have a fatality. Uh, and again, it's Dr. Heimlich and his brilliance and his unselfish caring that, that, that made this happen. So please, everyone out there, if you know of a drowsy driver, if you know of someone working late, if a friend of yours has problems, if you have problems in your family, please, please get alert drops and save a life. That's amazing. Thank you so much for that. And um, I, I know personally, like a lot of my family have night jobs. And, um, you know, it, I mean, we work all the time. We're always tired. And I myself am a caffeine addict. So this is a great, you know, replacement for 
caffeine or anything like that, um, just to keep you safe on the road. Um, Total replacement for caffeine, because just a little fact about caffeine. Mm-hmm. One, if you're tired it take, and you're oh, going to get some coffee, it takes 20 minutes to take effect. Wow. So you already could be in a bad situation. Yeah. Then you need a lot of it. And when you drink a lot of it, it totally screws up your sleep pattern. So it yeah. just becomes a merry-go-round of exhaustion, never going away, you know, self-medicating, never going away. Where alert drops, it's your own body waking the body instantly at that moment. We found that a spray on the tongue lasts the average person a half hour to an hour. Uh, nothing in your system, nothing to hurt you. You can go right to bed, right to sleep instantly. And, you know, no stimulants, no caffeine, nothing to, like, interfere with your sleep pattern. And if you, and if you need another, another hit, take another hit on your tongue. It's not going to do anything but, but save your life. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, that's Jeff? A, yeah, that, it's an absolutely amazing story. And when we first, um, we first reached out to Gay Ants, and obviously you know, everybody wants to talk about your acting career and et cetera, but when I heard about this, because I had been the victim several years back of falling asleep behind the wheel, and when I think about how lucky I got, uh, my car went into a ditch. Um, and, you know, if I would have had a product like this, these alert drops back then, could have prevented a lot of danger. So when I heard about it, I was twice excited to have you here. You know, not only are you a, a, an icon and television, somebody we all love, now you're somebody with a great product and a great cause that you're speaking out for. So we want to thank you for that. Well, well, thank you. But I want to thank you. I'm just the messenger. And, you know, it has to be collaborative to stop a problem like this. And I want to thank you for letting me talk to your audience. Your hard work gave you a platform now to be able to bring this attention to so many people listening, listening to you. So you right now, together, I guarantee you, someone life is, someone's life is going to be saved because you gave me the opportunity and your hard work gave a platform to educate people and to help save lives. And I can't thank you enough. Again, this is all collaborative. It's not one person. Yes, definitely. And thank you again. And um, I wanted to know, did anyone reach out to you with um, success stories like Jeff or, um, you know, using using the drops? Oh, my gosh. If you go to alertdrops.com, just look at the testimonials. Okay. Uh, Tremendous testimonials, you know. Um, Also, on uh, if you go to Amazon, there's all sorts of just wonderful reviews already. Uh, But yeah, there's a there's a lot there, and all and the other thing that's that's pretty pretty amazing. um, Congressman Lou here in California got word of the drops, and we already have we've been honored by the United States um, Congress. You'll see the, the the certificate on our website. We've been honored by the. California State Senate. We've been honored by the city of Los Angeles. And just a few weeks ago, the Los Angeles Fire Department and Los Angeles Sheriff's Department had a drowsy driving day. And uh, cars at red lights, they were handing out information on drowsy driving, and they were handing out alert drops to, 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 to drivers. That's great. Yeah. That, that's excellent. I mean, uh, like I said, between, you know, uh, Uncle Heimlich and the Heimlich Maneuver and you with the uh, alert drops, you're very... Uh, very active in, in helping people and being preventive, and that's great. And it's it's wonderful when somebody who has some celebrity background and a face that people recognize get behind a product and and move. Have you had um, celebrity people and more famous people come at you and say, "Hey, we want to help promote this"? Oh my gosh, we have we have um, a lot of testimonials from uh, from celebrities that have used it. In fact, Loretta Swit, um, it saved her best friend's life. Wow. Um, 
because she was worried about she was worried about him going on a long drive, and he said it saved my life. Uh, Ron Howard is behind it. Um, Carolyn Hennessy is behind it. Marion Ross is behind it. Donnie Moss is behind it. Uh, there's so if you go on, there's so many well-known people that have experience alert jobs, and for free, no one's getting paid. No one's. They are doing it out of their hearts because they, they want to help as many people as possible. And if you go to alertjobs.com, you'll, you'll see a lot of this. That's great. Yeah, we did see, um, we, we read into it, we did see the reunion with, with Donnie Moose, and that's great. And he said Ron Howard and, and Marion Ross. And, uh, again, if if you're out there listening, it's alertdrops.com. It's definitely something to look into. Like I said, we've all been down that road. We're, you know, we're having a tough night. We're trying to make our way home, and it's you know, a natural effect. Like, it doesn't keep you awake, and uh, it, no. it's marvelous. We, you know, we're, we're amazed it's, by it, and, you know. Well, it's, all, it's very old science. It's, it's a very old proven science. We just put it in a very civilized way to be able to help people. And, again, it's Dr. Heimlich. Dr. Heimlich passed away last December 17th. Sorry and my about last that. conversation with him was a few weeks before. Well, he was 96 years old. But wow. his whole philosophy in life was that we're all going to die, but it's paramount that we all leave something very positive behind that does it. And what he's leaving behind is saving lives. Every day lives are being saved by his Heimlich maneuver. Every day someone's being saved from choking to death. And now every day someone's life's being saved because of his brilliant knowledge of sensory connection of tongue and brain and alert jobs. This is because of Dr. Heimlich. So every day his life, his living, uh, his years on this earth are it's, are still saving lives. What a legacy! Yep, and absolutely you're on the legacy. Yeah, yeah, you're Hello? carrying on. By, he says he's just a messenger, but you know you're you're carrying on that legacy, and uh, we we really appreciate that kind of work. Um, want to want to touch back a little bit on your on your famous days, if you don't mind your acting days. Uh, sure, cause you're best known. And of course, by everybody, is Patsy Weber on Happy Days. How did you land this breakout role, and is it true that you almost missed your audition? Uh, there were actually two pilots for Happy Days. And the first one was way back before cell phones or anything. It was 1972. 1972. And uh, um, it was a real stormy day in Los Angeles, and my car broke down. And it was just, it was just flooding out there. So I ended up wow. being four hours late for the audition, and I wasn't even <laughs> going to go, but something said keep going anyway. And uh, I was four hours late, and I get to the casting office looking like a drowned rat. <laughs> and uh, I, you know, I tell the receptionist, I tell the receptionist, I'm so sorry, I'm late, blah blah blah, and she yells out, Anson, Anson Williams is here, and I hear this voice uh, behind the door. He's lucky we don't have a potsy yet. So I, 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 t- I asked the receptionist, what's a potsy? So sure enough, it was Millie, it was Millie Gussie who was head of casting. And anyway, just to cut to the chase, so I read for her. Gary Marshall came down. Um, the network came down. I ended up getting the part that day. I was the last one they saw. And, wow. um, and But it didn't sell. And in that particular pilot, uh, Fonzie wasn't created. Ralphie wasn't created. Someone else was playing... Um, Mr. C, not 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 uh, Tom Bosley. Marion Ross was in it. Ron was in it. I was in it. That's the only original cast. Uh, there was a different wow. Tony. So a year later, after American Graffiti came out, and uh, and the Broadway show Grease, uh, ABC decided to do another pilot. 
we had a screen test, we had audition all over again. But this time, they changed the tone of it more to like American Graffiti, not as soft as the first pilot. And this one, you know, this this one became Happy Days. That's amazing. And uh, I read about that. There, there was a, a, you know, a pilot before the actual Happy Days that we now know and love. Um, is it true that John Travolta actually went for the part of Patsy? Yeah, I didn't even realize that till um, I was interviewed by Mary Lou, Mary Lou Henner a while back, mm-hmm. years, and she told me that, yeah, John tried out for it. And I said, well, it's a good thing I got it. I saved his career. <laughs> That's great. It's a good thing for all of us. I mean, I'm not a big John Travolta guy, so <laughs> we're glad to no, I, I even think, think you follow fantastic. <laughs> but but what happened was he got on he got on the, you know the list at ABC, and they cast him in Cotter. Cotter, yeah. You know, Welcome back, Cotter, which was the which was perfect, you know. That's amazing. Um, you mentioned Gary Marshall too. Uh, I just want to know what kind of impact he had on you because a lot of the you know young actors today are coming out and saying that you know Disney isn't treating them fairly or Nickelodeon didn't like represent them the right way. So I just want to know what um, Gary Marshall did for you. You know, he was the creator of Happy Days. He made so many excellent shows, and, and he just had a great career. Um, I'm sorry to hear that he passed away last year, but I just wanted to know your relationship and uh, any good oh. stories you had with him. Well, we're all still involved in entertainment. Our success today is because of Gary Marshall. I mean, mm-hmm. he, used, he used Happy Days as a college. He used Paramount Studios as the campus. And he inspired us. He took time with us. He put together a softball team. We traveled all over the world playing softball because we're all ex-athletes. He made us close. He inspired us to learn so many more areas of show business. He opened up, you know, he opened up so many doors to really learn about writing and directing and, and you know, all the facets of the entertainment business. He inspired us to not just be actors. Um, it was a very warm, tactile relationship. We, we, we were all... Uh, we were all invited in for our own opinions. We, you know, I even created music for the show. I created the band. He liked the idea and he put it in. He allowed all of us to have solid input. Can't can't say enough great things about Gary Marshall. You know, mm-hmm. he cared about us and he was hands on with us and he cared about us as as human beings and wanted us to have a full life and a full career. And most of us are still going at it because of Gary and and the wonderful time and. And selflessness he, he, he gave us, and and and, and the tools to uh, to learn to wear so many hats in this business. Yeah, definitely. That's awesome. Um, at what point did they realize that you know you can sing? Did you come right in? They knew you were singers. That's something you developed a little bit later in the show because once they had you know as a singer, it added a whole different dimension to Patsy. You were a funny guy, but at the same time the. Uh, kind of smooth singing romantic kind of guy as well what how did that get into the show well um uh, you know when they when you, back then even with a hot show you weren't paid like you were today uh nowhere near that kind of money and i always was i was always one to see what i have not what i don't have but what i had i was in part of a great show and i knew david cassidy and the partridge family and all, with the partridge family and i and and the um Brady Bunch that we're now singing, they were doing better off the show than on the show by singing on the show. And I came out of musical comedy in nightclubs. So I thought, you know, if I could sing on the show, I could get a record contract and I could get booked for concerts and maybe do better financially. So, mm-hmm. and plus I thought it was good for the show. They had cars on the show. They had girls on the show. They need music. And I, I, I pitched this to Gary 
and he loved the idea, and he said, and he said, uh, you know, I'm, I, there's a show coming up. You know, I'm going to fit it in there. He said, but you're singing to a bulldog. I go, why am I singing to a bulldog? He said, well, I don't have time to hear you sing. I believe you're good, but if you're not, I'll get laughs, and if you are, I'll get laughs. You're singing to a bulldog. So first time on national television, there I am singing I'm all shook up to a bulldog. And, um, <laughs> but he liked it. He liked it, and we started putting music in every third show, and I was in charge of what I sang and everything. And I got signed to the same record label as David Cassidy, and I started getting uh, getting booked for, you know, big state fairs and all that kind of stuff. So I, I was able to have a whole other platform for a career based on uh, finding opportunity, not complaining, but finding opportunity, opportunity with what was in front of me. And Gary Marshall made it possible. That's great. Just awesome. to use all of your talents and, to, you know, push forward long after, you know, just your character on um, Happy Days with Patsy, but uh, Singing to a Bulldog, that's the name of your book, right? Um, can you tell yep. us a little bit about your book? And, uh, and well, the whole title, let me just tell the audience, is Singing to a Bulldog, From Happy Days to Hollywood, Director, and the Unlikely Mentor Who Got Me There. So uh, go, ahead, right. go ahead, Nancy, and I'll, I'll let you talk. <laughs> well, I was, you know, I had the opportunity to write this write this book, but I just didn't want to write, you know, like, ex-sitcom guy book. I wanted to do something that meant something. And it hit me that I wanted to write about Willie Turner, who's one other than Gary Marshall and, and my own parents, maybe the most important person in my life. And when I was 15 years old, I was I was pretty lost and uh, unfocused and and not a happy kid. And uh, I got a job as as assistant janitor part time while going to high school. And my boss, the head janitor, was a African American man by the name of Willie Turner, who wasn't very educated and he was a work he was a functional alcoholic. But he was a prophet. He called his talk room, he called his um, janitorial room the talk room. And there were two uh, oil drum cans in there, and we'd sit there. And he was the first person that would talk to me, not at me. And in the time I worked there, this man was a prophet. He cared about me. He helped me find me. He found what I was good at. He, he gave me confidence. He connected me to me. I, 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 would have, I wouldn't be talking you, with you today without Willie Turner. And uh, so what I wanted to do, I wanted to write a memoir where, you know, I basically have all these Forrest Gump stories, like kind of like, what am I doing here? Literally, there's a chapter in there being kidnapped by the United, by the, um, by the President of the United States' daughter in the White House. And I was. I was kidnapped by the United States, the President of the United States' daughter in the White House. I met Elvis Presley in a parking lot in Monroe, Louisiana. You know, yeah. I spent a day with John Lennon on the set. I mean, these Forrest crazy, crazy stories. But... All of them go back to the talk room with Willie. The, the, every, story, every story connects a, a bigger story, and that's the life lesson I learned from Willie in that talk room. And I wanted to give the reader the chance to talk to Willie, too. I wanted to give him the opportunity to sit on that oil drum can and have a conversation with Willie and hopefully improve their lives as my life was improved. And that's the book. That's great. And it only takes that one person to just give you the spark and, and give you that inspiration to say, you know what, I can do this. And, uh, yeah, for yeah. me, it's, you know, my, my father, my brothers, my boyfriend, like just all these like tough males that tell me, you know what, you can go out and you can do this. So, um, yeah, that's totally inspirational. Yeah. He found the best in me instead of the worst in me. Mm-hmm. And he made me, that's he made special. me know I counted. He made me know I counted. I counted. And I could do something great. I, I, you know, I had a purpose. And that was Willie. You know, I was just a number in the world. 
he made me he made me feel like 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 a doer in the world. Absolutely. That's incredible. That, that's a great story. And, you know, like I said, everybody needs somebody like that. And today's world, you're afraid to who to talk to. And everybody's skeptical. But, you know, you, you open your ears and your heart to people, and they discover amazing people like Anson Williams and make him believe. And he's been doing it from singing to acting to directing to the Heimlich Maneuver and now the great new product, Alert Drops. Again, it's alertdrops.com. You'll hear great stories and success about the product. And Anson Williams is going to endorse it and tell you how great it is, and I'm going to believe it because I'm a big fan. Well, thank you. Well, I tell you, it's so fun of everything I've done, uh, you know, and I've been just a fortunate individual. But I think it all led up to this with Alert Drops. I mean, there's something. It's very important that right, I I know for a fact, for a fact, people are alive that that might have been. Well, they could have been killed, they could have been hurt, whatever, but they're healthy and they're alive because this product has been out there for eight weeks. If they didn't have it, tragedy would have struck. And it's so humbling to realize already the powerful effect. What is better in life than saving lives, man? What is better than being able to take your platform and spread the word to make other people's lives better, you know, and, and, and to make sure that they move forward in a healthy, positive way and not have unnecessary tragedy impact their lives. I mean, that, I, that's, that means more to me than any directing any show or starring in any sitcom or making any money. This is paramount. I mean, nothing, nothing can compete with that kind of privilege to be able to help people. Yeah, and your family has, you know, proven to actually save lives. So, you know, you must be so proud of, of your uncle's legacy and, and, and yourself. So we uh, well, applaud you. I, I, I'm so proud of my I'm so proud of my uncle, Dr. Heimlich. I, I'm just so proud that that he's that he's been a part. He was a part of my life. He's still a part of my life. He's he's as alive as ever in my heart, in my in my you know in my dreams, in my he's there every moment. And uh, mm-hmm. I just feel so fortunate to have to have a, a purpose that that's going to help people. I just it's just, it's it's humbling and it's fortunate, and yeah. uh, and it's actually paying Dr. Heimlich forward and Willie forward. Absolutely. That's awesome, and we and and we thank you, Anson, for taking the time out to not only talk about some happy day stuff, but to talk about which we're going to mention alertdrops.com. Save a life, save your own life. Drowsy driving is serious. I have suffered from it. Anson has suffered from it. We have all been down that road. So please do yourself a favor. Look up alertdrops.com. Check it out. Try the product out and save a life. Anson, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate your time. Uh, we'd like to have you back on sometime. What do you think? Oh, any time. I would love to. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That, that would be an honor, and I'd love to. Thank you so much, Anson. Wow. You're such a joy to talk it. to. Thank you again. Have a great evening, everybody. Anson. You well, too. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You bet. Bye. 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 Wow, that was Anson Williams and... Boy, I, I gotta tell you, you know, you, you watch somebody on TV, you grow to love their character and what they do, and then you realize there's so much more behind him. He's a lifesaver, like you said. Him, his uncle, uh, Dr. Heimlich, they're saving lives, they're making lives better, and making us laugh on TV. An inspiring human being. What do you think, Jewel? They're they're just putting us to shame because they're just saving all these lives. Him and his uncle, Dr. Heimlich, like. Uh, what are we doing with our lives? What what can we do to save lives? 
I, I feel like stressed out now, but no, he's such a joy <laughs> to talk to. I'm so happy um, he gave us the time and, and got his message out. And it's alertdrops.com, guys. Um, I'm going to go out and order it. You know, maybe you can order it on Amazon. We're going to find out. But alertdrops.com, you can definitely order it from. And just keep it in your car. Keep it in your purse. Like, I- I'm tired all the time. I have, like, five coffees a day. And this will totally take that away. That One spray is better than, you know, spending $3 at Starbucks. So, you think Three so? bucks. How much Starbucks you go to? Like, nine bucks. <laughs> but, Not for uh, regular you know, like coffee. Said- <laughs> well, you know, like you said, it's it's better than caffeine too, because like it's kind of an instant effect. Yeah. And um, we we do apologize, Anson had so many great messages. We're having a little technical difficulty tonight here uh, with with Blog Talk Radio, and we've discussed it with him a million times. And you know, we're working on it, and we're working on getting better. And uh, we've had great listeners, tons of people tuning in. So we apologize, Anson was terrific though. Message loud and clear. If you didn't hear it, alertdrops.com. Oh, uh, Jeff, you know what? I wanted to tell my new Danny Bonaducci, and I didn't get a chance to. <laughs> I think <laughs> you did us all a favor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who are new to the program and uh, weren't here from the beginning, Jewel uh, used to work with Mr. Danny Bonaducci over at 94WISP. Ow, ow. You know, when it, <laughs> you know, when it came right down to it, she said, hmm, Danny Bonaducci or Jeff the Shark Perini, who's going to make my career go further? And the poor girl lost because she's sitting here with us right now on the stoop. <laughs> hey, we're getting there, surely but slowly. <laughs> we are getting there, surely but slowly. I think we said that backwards. But uh, all we need now is uh, better audio equipment, and we're going to uh, preach to the people at Blog oh, Talk God. Radio. But Anson Williams was fantastic. What, what an honor. That was great. Um, yeah, that was awesome. Before we go on to other stuff, we're going to tell you a bit more about some guests that are coming to the stoop. I know it's early. It's only 9 o'clock. It's like at least another half Ooh. hour of the stoop. So, you know, we're going to do it to you a little early. Uh, but some upcoming shows, some new guests, uh, September 25th, right here on the stoop. We have a beautiful and talented actress from a very bad family tree. <laughs> hey. No, very kidding. Very kidding. Very beautiful, very talented, very funny and, and gifted young lady, a, a local product uh, to me and Jewel here. It's Jessica Barth, and you all know Woo-hoo! Jessica from Ted and Ted 2. She gets the famous Jewel woo Ted and Ted 2, she did some voices on Family Guy. And as I continue to tell Jewel as my right-hand woman here on the stoop, make sure Jessica does Family Guy voices for us here September 20th. <laughs> Oh, she's going to. Oh, she's off. She's going. It's going to be like an eight-hour episode of the Stoop. Seven and a half hours of it's going to be me begging poor Jessica Barth to do one oh Family Guy voice. You know, I was thinking we have to ask her like some good Philly stuff because she comes home all the time because I guess she loves Philadelphia so much. But uh, yeah, some good Philly stuff that only a local would know. So we can get into that too. I like it. I love talking Philly stuff. Absolutely. That's going to be great. That's September 25th. Jessica Barth right here on the stoop. A couple new ones to announce as well. And we are thrilled. October 2nd. Another beautiful, sexy young lady, actress by the name of Elizabeth Ho. And if you don't know who she is, folks, check out the show Disjointed on Netflix starring Kathy Bates. It's a story of a, uh, a marijuana bar, if you will. It is 
hilarious. They caught an episode. I love it. I love Elizabeth. I think she's great. She's quite excited to be here. That'll be October 2nd on the Elizabeth Ho from Disjointed. October 4th. That's exciting. Oh, I'm very excited. We're so October 4th. See, we have all these female guests on, and, you know, they just love me. That's why they come. October 4th, another beautiful, gorgeous, talented actress that I've always loved, Jennifer Taylor. Uh, her recent big role was uh, Two and a Half Men. She played Chelsea, Charlie's girlfriend, for a couple seasons. She's been in movies. She's been on a ton of shows. Her face has been everywhere. It's an amazing face, and we love it. It's Jennifer Taylor, October 4th, here on The Stoop. There is a lot of ladies. Guests. There are a lot of ladies. The men, uh, you know, the men take their time. Yeah. I think you got to start sending... Jules' face out there instead of mine, because the guy's oh, looking like, I'm not talking to this guy, and like, ooh, I'll talk to her. You know, hey, that's how we do <laughs> it. What'd you say about we the do men? We do have a man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, men cannot commit. Exactly. I told Jewel that I feel her pain how men cannot commit, and I could just tell <laughs> by the many we try to get here from the radio network who say, I'll get back to you in a week, I'll get back to you in a month, uh, let me sleep with you, and we'll go from there. You know, men stuff. <laughs> that's great. Well, we do have a man. We have a man, a man of all men, October 25th. Ooh. He's handsome, he's hunky, and the ladies love him. Ow! From Shameless. Oh, yeah. It's another big Ooh, Joel, you're... Oh, Big Kev from Shameless, Steve <laughs> Howie. October yes. 25th, Steve Howie back on the stoop. Jewel's excited. My female friends are excited. Matt actually opened up phone call lines that night. Steve likes the, the call-ins, too. He loves it. Last time he was That's begging awesome. for them. Uh, so we're so excited. And he's amazing, and he's going to be back on the show on the 25th. So there's a couple guests for you. Elizabeth Ho, Jennifer Taylor, Jessica Barth, Steve Howie. We're bringing names to the stoop, so you all want to tune in. And more to come. We Am have- I right? We have people that are, like, just there. We just need to, like, nail down the date. But I cannot wait to tell you guys, like, who we have because they're some of my personal favorites, and we all know I have excellent taste. So you guys are going to love it. <laughs> so confident. I love it. Six episodes ago, she was afraid to even show me her face, and now she's blowing it up. And I'm it's working on like a very special the show. That's all, just. <laughs> There you go. That, you know, that, that's what we do here on the stoop. You know, John used to laugh and watch me guzzle beer from the corner of the studio, and now I'm in the big boy chair and I'm watching Jewel guzzle liquor and whatever works. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> whatever keeps the action flowing. One good thing about Jeff Perini, he's got to get his ladies drunk to get the top performance out of him. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. You, you know, uh, yeah, I'm surprised the shoe didn't come flying at me from across the studio from the. <laughs> The wife, you know, she likes to sneak into the studio and watch what I'm doing and throwing stuff at me, but so far, so good. It's uh, speaking of people, I'd like to throw a shoe at Kobe Bryant. Uh, the NBA is going to be retiring Kobe Bryant, not only his number eight, but his number 24. A legend in basketball, a guy, another hometown guy, uh, went to school locally uh, in the PA area. Um, and going a little bit in the basketball talk, Joel, I know this may not be your big subject, but in times when everybody says it's Kobe, I'm sorry, Kobe, it's Michael Jordan versus uh, LeBron for the greatest of all time, and then people will argue with uh, Will Chamberlain and, and Bill Russell, the best big men of all time. You can go on. You can go on for days, weeks, months arguing basketball. Kobe Bryant was pure. 
And he may not have been the nicest guy, and he may not have been, you know, the ideal role model for kids, and he had the, the, the scandal with the wife years back, but we need to want to talk about a pure basketball player, pure shooting, pure speed and talent. you got to give it to Kobe Bryant, and he is well-deserved of having his number retired. He'll go down as a legend, one of the top Both guys numbers. ever played the game. Both numbers, absolutely, and it's worth it. So nice to hire him twice. <laughs> but he's he's fantastic, and we want to congratulate Kobe Bryant. Something I never thought I'd be saying because you know, those days of my great Sixer teams and the Lakers were always in the way, and then Kobe was always in the way, and he you know dissed his hometown, said he would never play here. But congratulations anyway to Kobe. And that's good stuff. <laughs> You're so bitter. <laughs> <laughs> I am too. I can't lie. But now I I still kind of like him, but he's an asshole. But that doesn't take Kobe. away from he's a great player. Yeah, Jewel just called him an asshole, and I, you know, I, I know he's a regular. I know he's a regular listener of the show, so I'm sure he's offended by that. Sorry, Kobe. Uh, Jewel wanted me to do this, and I, and I got to do it because you know me. I'm, a, I'm a lover of males and females alike. So I want to congratulate Miss Serena Williams on her first baby, born September 1st. Serena Williams, another one, talented, an amazing tennis player, an absolutely gorgeous. Sexy woman. Now she had a baby. And uh, you promised me when you brought this subject to me that you were going to tell us some pregnant stories and giving birth <laughs> stories. So I'm going to lay oh, you out right here at 9.05 Eastern Time, 9.13.17 wow. on the stoop with wow. pregnant stories. Yeah, give us some oh. good pregnant stories. Okay. Well, you know, Serena had complications when having her first daughter. Um, yeah, she was, you know, in there in the hospital for like six to seven days, which is a really long time. If you have ever given birth, like without a C-section or any other complications such as that, um, if you know, your baby wasn't premature, but, uh, I had my daughter and I'll tell you what, I don't know if I want to have another one because my birth experience was horrific. It was so scary, and I had a really great pregnancy, but my birth and my doctor were horrible, I have to say. So, uh, yeah, he he was terrifying. He might as well have been Pennywise in it because that's how terrifying my doctor was. He was the only male out of my whole, you know, doctor's practice, my OBGYNs. Um, he was not my uh, chosen doctor. And he was just so mean. All the nurses were mean to me. I'm like, this is my first child. And my boyfriend actually, like, you know, took the nurses. It was like a knocked-up moment. And they're like, listen, this is her first child. Be nice to her. And they were just so horrible and mean. So, um, yeah, I know what Serena Williams is going through with having a horrific birth experience. I don't know exactly what she went through. But um, it's tough. And people say, every woman says to me, it's a forgettable experience. That's why you have the craving to have another one. But I remember. You know why? Because my drugs were off. <laughs> and my child. <laughs> like, natural. I felt everything. So, yeah, that was that was pretty horrific. So, I'm sorry, Serena. Uh, your your daughter's beautiful. And uh, she, she actually said, this is a funny, fun fact. She's like, my daughter actually has a Grand Slam title. Because Serena was pregnant when she won the Australian Open. So how cool is that? It's like when I say, oh, my daughter saw Alt-J because 
we were at the concert when I was pregnant, and there was, like, rave girls throwing their glowing balls at me, and I had to back up because I was pregnant. But, yeah, she's saying her, her daughter won uh, the Grand Slam title, and I think that's pretty cute. What do you think, Jeff? <laughs> Sorry for the I think it's talk. adorable. <laughs> it's adorable. I think anything Serena Williams does is cute. If I talk about her and her kid, it should be a picture of her sweet butt right here on my computer screen. Oh, jeez. Good lord. <laughs> I'm a Serena fan. She's a good athlete. Attractive young lady. We congratulate her on her child and her Grand Slam titles and being hot and all that good stuff. Am I allowed to say being hot? Uh, you know, you could tell you could tell when the wife was toned out when I could say, you know. You just, I just said sweet butt. butt to me. Serena... <laughs> Has a large, sweet butt. <laughs> she does have a phenomenal butt. She God should be Wonder Serena Woman. Williams. She's muscular enough. I would have rather have Serena Williams be Wonder Woman than that stupid-ass Gail Gadot. Don't do that to me. I love that woman. I thought she was amazing <laughs> as Wonder Woman. I loved it. She sucks. <laughs> Serena Williams could be Wonder Woman. Venus Williams should be it. That's right. I said it. <laughs> oh my God. I'm mean tonight. I'm feeling mean tonight. You know why I'm mean tonight? Because the connection to Blog Talk Radio. Poor Anthony uh, Williams did a great job tonight on our show, and you got to get a little static and eeks, oaks, oaks. So we apologize for the listeners. There's tons of listeners, so obviously you people are a lot more patient than I am. 9.09 p.m. on the 13th of September, and it's time for the. What's on the list? <laughs> well, it's got a new little anthem to it, a new little theme that we worked on. Julie's we got should, some we should write our song, yes. We really should. What's on your playlist? What's on your playlist? Serena Williams has a sweet butt on your playlist. What's on your playlist? Nah, that's terrible. <laughs> that is definitely not going to be the song. But anyway, what we do. Whoa. I already got a little snippet. I cheated. What we do here on What Is Your Playlist, Jewel and I dig into our music library. We pick five random songs. Here's Jewel now jumping on our library and watching from across the way. We pick five random songs. We tell you the song. We talk about it a little bit. And at the end, I tell you how badly I beat Jewel and whose music is better. Wah. Yeah. So I'm going to start. And uh, it's an adorable song right here. I, you know... A little background if you could hear it. The band is Boston. The song is Amanda. I'm going to take you by surprise. I'm going to make you realize. Amanda. It's a lovely song. I never dated a girl named Amanda, so I never actually had anybody to sing it to. I've got a very good friend named Amanda. I don't know if she's listening or not, but Amanda, if you are, there's your song. She said her dad used to sing it to her as a kid, and that's absolutely adorable. Uh, it's a very sweet song, though. Boston was like the big, you know, electric, rock, hard songs. And then they came out with kind of a romantic song, and that was it right there, Amanda. One of Boston's, um, probably like the big hit that wasn't on the first album. That was on the album Third Stage. Um, it's a little Boston trivia for you. Boston kind of faded away shortly after, but a uh, great song right there. And I'll let Jewel give us her first selection. Jewel Tatey, what's on your playlist? I love trivia. I love music trivia, by the way. Like, big fan of it. Um, So, glad to hear that about Boston. Big Boston fan. Um, The band, that is. 
Okay, number five. Now, I just heard this freaking song. It was on, don't judge me, but So You Think You Can Dance. Yes, I watched that show because of the music. If you ever watch a show, you can get great music from it. I have music from like 06 from that show because it, it tells you like the new songs you can dance to. I'm big in dance. My daughter, God bless her <laughs> little butt, she started dance this week and she's the cutest little ballerina ever. But yes, number five, Unravel Me by Sabrina Claudio. And this is such a cool song. I saw this chick dance to it. I'm like, I can really get down to this song. So that's probably why it's on my playlist. There you go, Jeff. Wow. A whole story about so you think you could dance. <laughs> it's great. It's a good whatever. <laughs> it's good. You're not a Man, girl. I, you know, every time you think the stoop is... Heading towards the bottom, we absolutely slam in the stone rock bottom. Joel, the ever-loving nerd of ours, tells us that she got her song from, uh... okay. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> and here I am mocking her, and I come, and I come back with my next selection, and, uh, you know, <laughs> it is the one and only Mr. Michael Buble. Ew. It's for love. Yep, I God. haven't met you yet, and it's funny because oh, way, back when, <laughs> way back when, way back when, I told you, sometimes we're getting embarrassing ones, uh, way back when, long before I met my wife, and uh, I was in uh, my late 20s, I was recently single, and there was this young lady whose name I'm not going to mention, but I just absolutely loved this young lady, and I used to always hang around her and all this crap, and uh, I said something that was similar. I said, you know, you're like the girl I always wanted to meet. You know, you're like the girl I always wanted and just haven't met yet, even before the song came out. And she was like, wow, that's horrible. What a terrible story. <laughs> I'm kidding. That didn't oh actually God. happen. She's like throwing her hand at me like, what? No, that didn't actually happen. But anyway, it's the... Uh... <laughs> well, see, if you're paying attention, you have to see Joel's How face like slamming on it's like slamming on the brakes here. I found the greatest woman of all time. Yes, I have. So anyway, Michael Bublé, haven't met you yet. Basically telling some chick out there that uh, I'm in love with you, but I haven't met you yet. So yeah, it makes very little sense. I'm serious for a minute. <laughs> no, my right, goodness. Like <laughs> I'm not corny. I go into the bar when I was single, my pickup line's like, you and me, let's get out of here, and away we went. I say corny stuff like, <laughs> I haven't met you yet. So that's a good song, Joel. Get, get into the flow of Michael Bublé, would you? No, I can't. He's so dull. Give us your next selection. And stop cheating. I see you over there pressing multiple buttons, waiting I'm for a not. good selection. Here, here. You'll know this one, Jeff. I'll let you guess it. Ready? Yeah. <laughs> it looks like it's Collective Soul, if I'm correct. You are correct, my sir. And that is Collective Soul Run. I was in a weird mood this weekend. I was like up and down and then up and down. <laughs> so I wanted to listen to some sad music. So that's on my weekend playlist for uh, Jeff, who thinks I'm cheating. But no, it's actually on my playlist. So I don't I don't it have is. a, a long like... story. I was just feeling down. So that's, that's in the rotation. For me. Because you're pressing multiple buttons. 
but still, it's on her playlist. But it's a good song. I, I like Collective Soul. I was a big fan of Collective Soul. You know, I don't know how true the story is, and maybe I shouldn't even tell the story in case it's very false, but I had heard that the original record contract he had signed, he was an individual, not a band in the beginning. He didn't have a band. He signed his contract. <laughs> says, Wait, better than Ezra's plane. I didn't even hit it. Hang on. All right, pause. Sorry. That's a good one. It can't be on your playlist. Anyway, <laughs> so the rumor has it that he signed this horrible deal with a record company that he couldn't touch money until the first three albums came out. And then he was broke and he lived in his mom's house while he had that song, Shine, which was a huge song. And he was delivering from his mom's basement. So that's all. I don't know how true the story Good is. Good band. Good band. December, too, right? I was listening to that, too. Is that Collective Soul? December? That is Collective Soul. That's a great one. Yeah. Get ready, folks. My next one is uh, is phenomenal. Can you hear that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you can hear it. When there's Jules, Jules' attempt to hit the axle. <laughs> it is Guns N' Roses. It is Welcome to the Jungle. And I think I might have had this on before on what's on your playlist. But if I hadn't, I'm going to tell you the great story that this was my entry music. <laughs> my entry music. Yeah, okay. Uh, when me and my wife got announced at our function. Welcome to the Jungle. And it was amazing because, it, it, you know, it was very energetic wedding. We had, like, House of Pains jump around. The bridal party came out, the crazy train. I said to the wife, I'm like, what do you want? Something soft, something romantic, something cool? She's like, how about Welcome to the Jungle? Because that's what life is going to be like. And it is. In a good way, though, because it's always nonstop venture. So that one goes out to my lovely wife. Welcome that's to the Jungle. That's so cute. I love that. I'm Thank so sad. I, I missed your like reception, Jeff. But, you know, matters had to be met. I'm so sad I missed that. But that's... Excellent. You know, probably one of my favorite my uh, favorite stories of a walking out is uh, our friends Terry and Al, and they walked out to "Whole Lot of Love" by Led Zeppelin. I thought that was a cool walking out song. That is. That's but, pretty cool. It's really sad. Yeah. That song's supposed to say something. So when we got "Welcome to the Jungle," that's a shout out to my wife and her family and her step family and my family and. That's awesome. It's a jungle. The jungle of I, have, I have to think of mine. Mine will top yours in my wedding soon to be announced. Not really because that's not happening, but it will top yours. <laughs> Just kidding. Jules' okay. wedding is soon to be announced. <laughs> Meanwhile, on my phone, I'm getting a call from Mr. Mike Devlin, who uh, <laughs> no. is telling me he has no idea what she's talking about. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. He doesn't. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, an embarrassing number three. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't really like these guys, but I kind of like these guys. I kind of like their new album, Imagine Dragons. Believer. Okay. It's a good song. I mean, not to mention the fact that it was in the commercial for Zelda Breath of the Wild for like Nintendo Switch, but it is a freaking good song. I I I just listen to this and get. Amped up. So, number three, Imagine Dragons. That's a great song. And a great band. We've talked about an Imagine Dragons song before uh, on what's on your playlist. And i got to tell you, I love those guys. That's a great song. You're actually doing good today. Yeah. Kind of. It's not over yet. It's not over yet because the number two, one of my favorites... And, you know, it, it's a theme tonight of, what the hell is Jeff listening to? Mr. Gavin DeGraw. 
It's yes. a song called Chemical Party. Yeah, Chemical I love Party. Gavin. By Gavin DeGraw. And this is kind of a funny story. Um, the song, rather. It, it's about a, a, a drug party. Gavin's hanging out at a drug party. And uh, he says that memorable line, you think your name is past the joint. And that's hilarious. It's a big pot party, and he's having a grand old time. Guy's a great singer. He's got a very unique voice. And uh, I've been a Gavin fan um, since he first came out. I've always liked his music. And I know Jules a fan as well. So, you know, we love it. He's a great singer. I am impressed that you like Gavin DeGraw. He has a phenomenal voice. So, good job, Jeff. I applaud your selection of your playlist. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Uh, number two. Oh, my God. If you don't listen and learn to me, then I don't know what to do for you because I feel like I hit all aspects of music. So if you want to hear good music or you want something different, just listen to The Stoop, and I'll give you some freaking good songs, okay? Because this is what's on my playlist. It's Otis Redding, I've Got Dreams to Remember. Holy shit, if this song doesn't give you chills, if you don't cry, if you don't break down in your corner with your bottle of Captain, I don't know what to do for you, because you have no soul, okay? This was in the season finale of The Leftovers. It's when, oh my god, Kevin Garvey and Nora are dancing. I I, I can't, can't with this song. It's so good. And uh, Otis Redding, number two. Wow, Otis Redding. Good stuff. You've got a very diverse list. I'm I'm very proud of it. Thank you. You should listen to it. <laughs> now this song here, my my favorite, my top song is one that's uh, it's dedicated to me, folks. Yeah, it's Eddie Van Halen and the boys from Van Halen, Daily Roth and Alex and Eddie, Michael Anthony. The song is "I'm the One." That's right. It's dedicated to me because I'm the one. <laughs> I'm the one by Van Halen. I'm a massive Van Halen fan. Uh, this is a little more, not really an obscure song of theirs, but not one of the overly popular ones. But a great song, nevertheless. I've got tons of Van Halen on my playlist, and you're going to hear about it. And that's one of uh, one of many. I'm the one. Is that your number two, Jeff? No, that's my number one. Oh, that's you're paying your attention. One. Oh, oh, yeah. I, I kind of tuned out. I kind of tuned out because... We had this running joke at 94.1 that here comes Van Halen again, because that's literally all they will play. And it got on my nerves quite a bit. I'm sorry. I'm not a huge Van Halen that's fan. Okay. We love you. <laughs> okay. Uh, number one, it's The Boy. It's Vegas by Eminem. And this is off his latest album, Shady XV. I'm not sure what those numerals. Nomen? Nomen? Roman numeral stand for because I can't count like that. But uh Vegas, yeah, by Eminem with Royce Five Nine, who he collaborated before with. And uh yeah, it's worth a listen. I don't like the whole album because it's not a lot of Eminem, it's a lot of D twelve and weird people, but um the Eminem songs are alright. I think he fell off a little bit. It's not my favorite Eminem album, obviously, but Vegas was probably the best al- uh, song off that album. So, yeah, that's my number one. Well, it's on my playlist. A good list, as always. It's fun in the rounds of what's on your playlist. And uh, 
It was. <laughs> that, that's going to be the new intro. That's not, We're going to uh, work. I like it. I like that little high notes you got going on there. Uh, so I came out here tonight with uh, some Boston and uh, Michael Bublé, Guns N' Roses, Gavin DeGraw, and some Van Halen. Jewel, my apologies, I still didn't catch your number five. Um, I know you came at us with uh, Collective Soul, Imagine Dragons, Otis Redding, Eminem, Weird. The Judges Have Spoken, <laughs> The Judges Have Spoken, and Jeff is now undefeated 7-0. I like and how you come up with those scores. It's all good. It, it, you know, it's actually done by a poll of thousands of listeners. <laughs> yeah. I just I feel bad to show you the scorecard because it's embarrassing. But it was a blowout tonight. You did good. Speaking but, of listeners, uh, I think we should tell people to you know, send us messages for any questions they want answered. Because you got a question about me or Jeff, just send it in. Just write to our Facebook, and we'll be happy to answer on air. You have a question for our guest? We're going to have something up for Steve Howie, but just send him a message, and uh, yeah, we'll answer you. That sounds like a great idea. We've mentioned it. And uh, if you want to, we'll, we'll say your name on the air. We've done it before. Got no problem shouting out, saying your name, or maybe you're embarrassed. Like, oh, God, I'm going to tell people to listen to that show. That's not much yeah. trouble me because of Joel. I understand the embarrassment of listening to Joel. I get it. God forbid. Um, then again, yeah, it's all good. I'm a guy that said Michael Bublé tonight, so that's how do I know. Bublé. Just hasn't met you. Bublé. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, you know, we always have fun here. So we do here on Stoop. We, you know, we let Jewel talk sometimes. Makes her feel sometimes. good. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Not enough times. What um, what were you drinking tonight, Jewel? I know you like to tell us your escapades about getting drunk so you know, we can tolerate me. So, what's in you your magic this? cup? You wow, see that's, this right that's here? big. That's a, I see it from across the street. It it's is. a giant bottle of vodka. That's gone. It's a giant, it's a giant it's empty gone. bottle it's of gone. vodka. Here's here's what I don't like, folks. We're talking, uh, you know, every once in a while I, I do, you know, get a little carried away with my uh, idolizing of women. But Jules sits in a studio clear across the other side of the room and just guzzles alcohol, and not once has a drink been made for me. <laughs> not handing me a drink... Let me get you a cocktail. I know I'm a no. beer drinker. But you know, one time bottle. I'd like... It's my personal bottle. <laughs> Her personal bottle. Meanwhile, bringing, you know, meanwhile here in the studio, we got pizza and wings and beer, and Jewel comes in and helps herself. She's eating all my shit. But I can't touch that. Saga <laughs> <laughs> bottle. God forbid. I don't even know what this we don't... is. Five we don't times share here. Distilled. I that's that's not good. I need like at least seven times distilled for it to taste normally. <laughs> oh, okay. We don't uh we don't share here on the stoop, that's totally unheard of. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. You know, um as the show gets more listeners and gets a little more popular and obviously we're looking for better technology so people can hear us more clearly, but we're going to take the show, and we've been asked a couple of times already, uh, to take the show live. Now, some people want us to do it at their house, 
Some people want us to do it at bars. Wait till you get out and get your first glimpse of Jewel being greedy and angry and calling Taylor Swift a scrawny little bitch or whatever it is she said. You know, you're going to look at her and say, oh, whore is, bitch. You're going to look at her and say, oh, there's that girl Jewel from the Snoop. She is a cutie. And you're like, oh, my God, what is she talking about? She's horrible. I got a sailor mouth. I'm sorry. But we're allowed to be on the Snoop. That's right. You're allowed to. I, I match my tone with, you know, Anton Williams. He's like a freaking leg- a legend. I'm not going to, you know, curse at him or anything. Like, that's unfounded. So, uh, yeah, I know we can get away with it a little bit here on the stoop. What do you think, Jeff? We sure can. We definitely can. <laughs> I, I, I kind of like, and it's better when the females come out and lay it out. I remember an episode, and I'm going to say her name. I don't know if she listens, but Ashley Morgan, a young attractive, talented actress. We had her on, and uh, she was letting it fly, Jewel. She was F-bombing and cursing. and Worse like me, a, huh? like, <laughs> Worse than you. Made you look like a saint. After about 15 minutes, she came out and she goes, we and all this stuff, and we just laughed hilariously, because, of course, <laughs> we want you to come on the stoop and be yourself. We're not tight-ass. We don't ask obnoxious questions. We want you to be yourself. Yep. Am I right? That's what we're about. Yep. <laughs> That's what we're about. So, question for you. Uh, I know you said you're getting involved in fantasy football. I also am big in fantasy football. I got six teams, and this weekend my six teams end up with three wins and three losses. Got to ask Good you, job. the men want to know, how did Jewel do in fantasy football this weekend? How did I do? Well, I'm on this team it's mostly my family, but it's pretty serious, I have to say. But I came in third. I actually won this week, so I'm very excited. Hey, she won the frequency is in third place. It's tough this year. So many names that came out of nowhere, so many rookies that popped up. And if you watched the Monday night game the other night, you saw uh, Minnesota's rookie, Davin Cook. Uh, Thursday night, you got to see Kareem Hunt. So many rookies this year making it happen, and uh, you know, congratulations. It's it's great to see young guys um, exploding on the scene. Speaking of congratulations, you know I love sports. We try to do a little bit of everything here, so I want to give a huge shout-out to a, a team that really deserves it. The Cleveland Indians have won 21 consecutive baseball games. An American League record, a truly insane number. Jewel, I know you don't watch sports nearly as well as I do. Can you grasp 21 straight wins? No, that's phenomenal. I mean, I've played softball, like, all my life, and that's just insane. Especially, like, uh, Cal Ripken came to Penn State and gave us a speech, and and he was known for having the most, you know, uh, what's it called? Showing up. (laughs) What's it called? Being present. Consecutive games played. Yes, the streak. played. Yes, yes, he had that. And uh, no, it was just so inspiring. And you, you watch this guy, and he's just, he just got it. He's got that that work ethic. And uh, to win that many times, I mean, that happened to us in high school because our, our pitcher was phenomenal. And she just shut down, like, anyone that came up to bat. But uh, no, that's so crazy to accomplish. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, very cool. 21 straight wins. Kind of like the record I am currently on with Jewel and what's on your playlist. Uh, seven straight wins. 
<laughs> I do my There's... own sound effects here on the stew. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm impressed. Uh, that's Jules impersonation of either a walrus or me laughing. I'm not quite sure. I could do a seagull, to... too. Just let me break that out in later episodes. <laughs> <laughs> seagull, huh? Yeah. So much to look forward to. Do you really to look forward to on the, on the stoop? Morris tonight. Seagull coming up in the upcoming week. What's that? Seagull impressions. Seagull impressions. That's why I come to the show. I want to hear what animal Jules going to do next. That's a new segment. We've got the top five. We've got what's on your playlist. And what animal is Jules going to be tonight? Impressive. Uh, Miss Slim Tady herself. <laughs> With a Slim Tady? That was the nickname, right? Yes, that is my nickname. Don't wear it out. <laughs> no. <laughs> don't, don't worry, you're good. <laughs> oh, man. I, I kind of like, you know, I like when we start to approach the end of the show. Um, after we have the guest on and we do our list and after we're kind of considered everybody, cause me and Joel just start to really break each other's stones. And that's really the after best After we're part. intoxicated. Just tell them how it really After is. we're intoxicated. <laughs> and throw my throw my pen at Jewel from across the way. She blocked it with a bottle of vodka that she refuses to share. <laughs> She's swishing sh- it at me. All right, so uh, coming down the home stretch, we're going to announce again some upcoming episodes September 25th. Jessica Barth, fantastic actress from Ted and Ted 2, and some voices from Family Guy, also uh, well-known for the Tatey Family Picnic. Yes. That's right, cat's out, of the, cat's out of the bag. She's a member of Jules' family. And hopefully she doesn't admit it on the air. She doesn't embarrass herself. Oh, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. October 2nd, from Disjointed with Kathy Bates, it's the amazing Elizabeth Ho. Very excited for her. October 4th, from Two and a Half Men, Jennifer Taylor will be with us. And October 25th, Big Kev himself, Steve Howie, one for the ladies. Multifaceted here at the stoop. Something for the men, something for the ladies, something for pets. As you hear my doll going crazy in the background of the studio. I want to tell everyone, just really quick, Jeff, that we're um, in the works with a lot of local bands. If you know someone who has a band, we'll check them out and see if they're worthy of being on the stoop. But we are talking to a couple, and they have some openings in October. So, yeah, we love silly music here on The Stoop, and we will give you a shout-out, maybe even let you have your own episode. So uh, let us know. Absolutely, and it's something that we want to do here. We like playing music. We, we've had some guests on recently, uh, like Aaron Paul, Glam Skanks, uh, Tony Chen, and they send us pieces, and we play their music, and we'll play your music right here, too, on The Stoop. You don't have to be some super mega star. You could be an up-and-coming uh, local Philadelphia product, or you could be a local product from any town uh, if you're listening. If you know friends that are in bands, if you know promoters or people that want to put bands out there, we're more than happy to give our thousands of listeners your stuff right here in the stoop. You know, thousands, yep. Joel. You've seen the numbers. Yep. I see the numbers. Thousands of listeners. People are tuning in because they really want to know, like I said, they want to know what Joel's going to say next. They want to know what animal she's going to be and what kind of <laughs> liquor she's holding out on. And, and they want to hear stories about uh, giving birth and when she was pregnant and how much she hates the doctor and how much she hates Taylor so Swift hot. and how much she hates Miley Cyrus. And, God. And 
it's a hate You're making fest me here sound like real trash here, Jeff. <laughs> no, oh, I'm trying to make myself sound better. That's impossible. <laughs> we appreciate it. Oh, uh, once again, we love we love music, so hit us up. <laughs> absolutely, we we do love you. And then you can find us uh, on Facebook, the Stoop Radio Network. You can find us on Twitter at the Stoop Radio One. You can email us, J. Perini, that's J-P-O-R-R-I-N-I, at stoopradio.com. Reach out to me. Get your clients on our show. Get your band on our show. Get somebody on our show. And anything, anything you want. We want to shout out, advertise something. Uh, you want music played. You want to tell Jules just what you think of her. Charity is good, uh, I guess. What? Shut your mouth. <laughs> You're not allowed to say you're not allowed to say charity because I'm sitting there trying to be mean to you, and then you say charity, and that's the sweetest thing. I'm over here like red in the face now because I'm just bad now. And then you say charity. Charity. You hear what I have to work with? That's so funny. This is so not fair. No, it's not. It's not funny. It's not fair. And I'm going to give you using my Mickey Mouse hands. Oh, oh. Yeah, I got Mickey. I'm going to give you the finger using my Mickey Mouse hands. <laughs> a no, picture, no. if you will, Mickey Mouse's giant hand giving Joel the finger from across the studio. <laughs> That's terrible. I'm going to throw a Pikachu at you. <laughs> you know, Pikachu's hanging on the wall back there staring at me. I'm giving him the Mickey Mouse hand. You didn't know it was back there, did you? I got all kind of trinkets back there. <laughs> oh, God. I've got this, too. Um, my day job that I left recently. A picture of my three coworkers. They... These three young ladies took the time to take a picture while at work, and they put it in a frame and gave it to me as a farewell present. So thank you, Erin, Ashley, and Nicole. Thank you for the wonderful picture in a frame. (laughs) And thank you, Joel, for... The shame it is, you know, we got to do... We got to start doing some recorded live shows right from the studio, because Joel's just like... Absolutely hysterically laughing her butt off. <laughs> and you can see my little portable drum set that I'm playing here. We're very animated here on the stoop. You should see us. Yeah, it, it's terrific. I'm in pajama pants and a green t-shirt that says drunken grown-ups on it. Me and you were both wearing our... Again, now right? It's the second time it's made his appearance on the stoop. It's a good luck shirt, as you can tell by the yeah. static of Anson Williams. Uh, Looks like that it. Is. <laughs> I got my Eagles hat here. I got my Flyers memorabilia. Flyers, speaking of which, Jewel, if you're a hockey fan, the Flyers are in action for the first time tonight. Rookies, uh, rookie team tonight on the ice, taking on the New York Islanders rookie team. Uh, so hockey is back as well. Hockey is back. Yay. Football is back. Basketball is coming back. Halloween is coming up. The Stoop Yay. has amazing guests. You know, it's a good time to be alive. Good time Great to be on the fall. right side of the grass. <laughs> oh, I don't know if that was right, but you know, yeah, I'm happy we're in fall time. <laughs> Me too. I'm a big fan of the fall. Uh, pumpkin everything. Everything. Pumpkin, pumpkin flavored everything. Except for dinner tonight, I ate salmon. Big, I'm a big fan of salmon. You a salmon fan? Salmon. Salmon. Eh, you know. Salmon. Salmon. I call it salmon. salmon. It, it's it's salmon. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Philly thing. I'm from Philly. I'm not calling it salmon. 
Because <laughs> you're not actually living here now. It's hard in these streets. Sound like you called it semen. I don't know what you're eating over there. Oh, God. Salmon. Salmon. Props to my wife. She's become a wonderful cook. Was up to her chubby husband. He'd oh. eaten pizza seven nights a week. Yeah. I got you beat. I got you beat. Sorry, Cassie. Guess what I had tonight? What'd you Steve have? Steak. Stop. From? <laughs> Steve's. Stop it. Really? The good Miserable one now. on Fusselton. Ow, ow. Uh, don't bash the one I... in Langhorn. It's right around the corner from the studio. Yeah, but Fusselton's way better. Sorry, but it's right around the corner right. from my work. So, yeah, I had that. I'm sorry. I'm so off my diet. <laughs> it's terrible, but... uh. Gotta okay. get ready for that Halloween costume, I guess. Dieting away. Here's something. Here, here's something I've always said. Let's face it. Treat like you treat a sandwich. All right. Now, when you go out and get a sandwich, you want this skinny little, one piece of meat, all bread, droopy, nasty-looking sandwich. You want a sandwich with just a little bit of beef on it, a little bit of meat. More enjoyable that way. Oh, this is so skinny. sloppy. So sloppy and cheesy and goodnesses. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> likes a skinny mini. I don't. I like my women to be women. Yeah. going to kick me in. I swear to God, I'm glad she's not listening. To me. Yeah, just kick shut me up. You're done. You're done for the night. So hard. All right. It's been great talking to you guys on the soup. <laughs> just going to get We're running long, so I'm telling you, my favorite part of the show actually is the post everything banter. It really is great. Because I have a wonderful co-host. Ladies and gentlemen, long ago, some six episodes ago, I set out on this voyage, and I did not know what I was up against. The lovely Jewel who we shared a night of drunken happiness with, with my wife and her wonderful boyfriend. And I said to myself, you know what? That girl is just as crazy as I am. I cannot wait to sit in the studio and do a radio show with her. You're just that great. Joy, again, really, I'm going to be serious and sentimental for a second. I thank you. You're a blessing. Aw, that was nice. Thank you. I appreciate it so much. Like, this is my dream to be here with you and you guys. And, and, like, literally, I never thought I would get this chance again. So, thank you. You're the one to be thanked. So, thank you, thank you, thank you. And thank you. And I know, uh, you know, we pick on each other a lot. We have a great time here, and it, it's all about having fun. Uh, you know, we're coming up on close to two hours, and to me, it just seems to fly by. And I would like to do it every night of the week. Uh, so if you're out there listening again, if you got that big radio network and you're looking for an extra show, Jeff and Jewel, the stoop, we would love to bring it to you. Hey, hey. <laughs> but the only thing we ask, we've got to be snobby celebrity radio people. Two bottles of vodka, one for each guest or host. Excuse for me. each of you. Jesus Christ, one for each of you. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like when Jewel does that truck driver voice thing. Yeah. Pretty cool. I have a deep voice. <laughs> <laughs> Was that you? Yeah. I, I do I do my own sound effects here, Jeff. I told you. I have a deep voice. She does. She's a woman of many voices. <laughs> I have no voice. I basically imitate Jules' voices. God. I have a big voice. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, let me tell you something. I, I had this French class in college, 
and my friends would help me study drunkenly. And the one thing was the French word for tourism. And it was a big running joke between me and my girlfriends. And we'd go, La Turisma. <laughs> it would be the deepest voice we could do that says tourism in French. And it'd be, La Turisma. <laughs> so, fun fact of me. <laughs> Shout out to Caitlin and Jess. Oh my goodness! That's, just, that's why I let her free form and talk because it gets enough alcohol in her. Anything will come out of her mouth, and it actually cracks right. me up. It, shoot, I actually got to wait until Monday to do it again. Very sad. I am sad. A little bit. I just want to listen to the replay and hear you talk in your deep voice. <laughs> Once again, um, you can find us a lot of places. Facebook, The Stoop Radio Network. Twitter, at The Stoop Radio 1. You can email me at jperini, that's J-P-O-R-R-I-N-I, at stoopradio.com. Um, you know, all kind of good stuff. Shout yeah, out! Yeah, and me, and me. What the hell? What the, what the mother about me? <laughs> where can we find you? Lay it out. Tell the people where they can find Jewel Tatey. Because everybody's going to run to see Because everybody's just dying to know what you're all about. Everywhere. You can find me on Facebook, Jewel Tatey. Instagram, Jewel Tatey. Twitter, Jewel Tatey. Snapchat, fuck you, I'm not a kid. <laughs> so, <laughs> so in case you're wondering for you non-Italians, Tatey is T-E-T-I. <laughs> Is. I'm glad I asked her like the day before we got on the air because I didn't want to embarrass myself and call her the wrong name. It means it big head. Did you know that? Big it head. Big head. Yeah. It does? <laughs> yes. Sure, big head, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> God damn it. Why did you know, do that? If you think of the worst person <laughs> you could possibly tell the information to, it's me. Jewel big head. <laughs> big head data. <laughs> Uh, shout out to somebody who shared a couple of messages with me. I'm not sure if she's tuning in right now, but uh, a former guest, one of our friends here, Sagan Amory from Hail Sagan. Uh, fun band, like Sagan. She's uh, one of a kind. Always cracks me up. Messages. I just want to say hello if she's listening in. Uh, one of the other people we're going to try and get back on the show for Jewel to meet. A lot of people that Jewel should meet because she's a lot of fun. And everybody's entitled to that. Not that John was a lot of fun. John, for listening, obviously, we're more fun than you were. Oh, God. <laughs> no, we thank you, John. That's what we meant to say. We thank you, thank you. For oh, the... right. There was definitely a word that ended in K, and the last word was you. But it wasn't thank you, John. Think carefully. First word, four letters, ends in a K. Second word is you. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, John's God. fantastic. We thank him. We we definitely <laughs> thank him. Because he made all this possible, and here we are. And he's... Uh, yeah. Still behind the scenes with us, and uh, he's doing some great work with the YMCA and the Junior Sixers, and uh, we'd like to actually get some of that information for you and pass it on soon on one of the episodes, because you know kids got to get out and and you know be active, and that's what John's doing right now. He's having kids active. He's got uh, you know basketball programs for the kids. He's doing broadcasting for the kids, and we're going to try and get out there ourselves and talk to these kids. So he's doing great things, and uh, he misses us. He wants us to say hello to all the listeners that stuck by him for years. And, uh, you know, and he apologizes for leaving the show in our hands. Poor bastards. No. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. I can't wait to uh, 
meet those kids and and hopefully we get out there soon. Maybe we can make like a video or or something or other of that sort so we can bring it to the stoop. Yeah, that sounds great. I would love something like that. Uh, coming up on the stoop this Monday, we will be joined by Jeff Perini. That's right. He will be here Monday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm always going to see if you're paying attention. Your eyes popped up like something great was about to happen. <laughs> no, I may. <laughs> uh, seriously, folks, let's uh, let's get you out of here. Let's let you enjoy the rest of your Wednesday. <laughs> I'm going to go upstairs. I'm going to catch up on some Ray Donovan. I'm in ser- I'm in season four. Season four? Really? I'm sorry. Is uh, yeah, season is, four. Uh, what, Have you watched? Wait, that's not. That's not the newest season, right? Now, new season, season six. I'm only on four, but I oh, absolutely six. love it. Yeah. And I, uh, I reached out to uh, Liv Schreiber, and so far, no luck. I'd love to have him on the show. He's fantastic. And that show's yeah, fantastic. Right. It's crazy. It's a, it's a runaway train. That's a good one. Oh, that's it. Yeah, I'm on season six, so. No more yep. rambling. Fine. We're packing in for this Wednesday night. <laughs> Joel's had enough of me. She actually got, she got her car keys in her hand. She's got her handbag in her hand. She's got her jacket on. She's walking out the door. She's got her headset on still walking out the door, and I keep making her talk. <laughs> she just did this. And that might have been the electric slide, I think. I'm not really sure. <laughs> thank you again for joining us once again. We thank our guest, Anson Williams. Don't forget, um, alertdrops.com. Check out the testimonials. Check out the stories. If you're a person that works late, and having a hard time staying awake, try the product. Um, and of course, talked about some great Happy Days stuff. Again, coming up, some big shows on the stoop. Don't forget to check us out. Monday night, we go head-to-head with Monday Night Football, and we're not scared because we are better. We're better entertainment. Of course, I'll be watching in the background. But <laughs> <laughs> Of course. So, I'd like to thank you, myself, Jeff Perini, for the amazing, wonderful, lovely, gorgeous, funny, drunk... Mess. Bye bye. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in again to the stoop. Seriously, let's get serious for a second. Thanks again for tuning in. <laughs> we'll talk to you all real soon. Good night, Jewel. Good night, Jeff. Bye. Bye. Bye, America. <laughs>